Well, we've said it before. We'll say it again. A big uh, thank you to all of the frontline workers, all of the essential service workers, uh, but most importantly, those who are in the hospitals where uh, the tension must be uh, palpable and the work is long and hard. Uh, Even doing what normally could be done is got to be a lot tougher. And supporting them, of course, is our community through the Collingwood General Marine Hospital Foundation. And joining us on the line is Jory pritchard Kurt. Jory, how are things for the Hospital Foundation? Because without you folks raising funds for the hospital, we wouldn't have anything there for our, our frontline workers to work with. Well, John, it's um, I'm working from the office, so people can still call our office. We have staff that are working remotely that are monitoring um, all of our websites and accepting donations on websites, and they're on email and, you know, doing the work that needs to be done. And, um, you know, things are, things are, I hate to say this term because it seems to be overused, but things are the new normal here, and, and you know, we're, we're lucky to be healthy and doing what needs to be done. I know that money is still coming in from donors and from corporate sponsorships and things like that, but you must feel the pinch because I'm hearing it from so many other nonprofit groups about events that are canceled and key events that that we're going to generate the money that you need. How is the foundation uh, faring in that regard? You know what, John? I've been in this job almost 32 years now, Mm. and it never fails to overwhelm me the people who step up to the plate in in times like this and even though we've had to cancel some of our events um, you know the the very best way to support a charity is through an outright donation because then we don't have to pay the costs of you know the dinner and the and the venue and things like that Um, but we've we've had some really really generous people just call us and say what do you need Um, I had a call the other day and um, the woman said to me, she's been a long-time donor, she said, what do you need? And I said, you know what? We really need an, an extra portable x-ray machine to use. We've, we've separated our emergency departments now into two different zones. And she said, how much is it? And I said, it's $139,000. And she said, fine, I'm sending you a check. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That is unbelievable. Amazing. I mean, this community is definitely super generous, and it is great to see so many people step up. And and who don't need recognition, who just are doing it out of the goodness of their heart. But it must also come the opposite way, where individuals are doing it out of the goodness of their heart, but they're not necessarily donating the right things. That does happen sometimes, Mel, and, and, you know, we've had... Yeah, we've we've had, for example, people who want to recognize the work of the nurses and the doctors, and they want to bring food in. And unfortunately, we cannot accept donations of food here. We're being very careful about what comes in from outside. And um, so those kind souls who want to drop off fruit trays and, and, you know, boxes of donuts, we have to turn them away and say no, because there is an issue where one staff could get sick and it could spread through an entire unit. So, you know, things like that, hand sanitizer, we have lots of hand sanitizer right now. We don't need any more hand sanitizer. Um, we have lots of gloves, so we're okay there. Um, but, you know, it's what we're trying to do is push out through social media when we need something 
So we would ask people to watch social media, watch the websites to to hear what we need, and we'll push it out through the media too to say, you know, this we need this critically right now. Can you help us out? But the best way to be able to help out to buy those things that um, all of our people need, and it's not just our our frontline workers like our nurses and doctors, but our dietary staff, our maintenance staff, um, our cleaners, they're all in this battle too, and we need to be able to provide the equipment to them that they need. The best possible way, instead of going onto Amazon and buying something and sending it to us, is to make whatever donation you can make um, at CollingwoodHospital.ca. That way we will make sure that it goes where we need it most. Now, when we think of the frontline workers and uh, those individuals who are going home to their family um, every every night and obviously trying to keep their social distance or, or possibly some of them are even quarantined to another space, my husband, Les Farkas, was talking about uh, donating our trailer to the hospital for a frontline worker and getting other people to step up and possibly provide accommodations for individuals so that they could be a little bit more comfortable in their spaces. Is there a program in regards to that? Do you guys have a plan? We do have a plan. We, you know, we spend hours and hours and hours and hours every day just planning for contingency, and I'm really happy to say that Blue Mountain is there for us. Um, if we get into that situation, if we overwhelm the offer from Blue Mountain, we will be calling out to the community and asking people, you know, do you have a trailer? Do you have um, a, a rental property that you're not using? Um, so now is not the time to call us with those offers. Um, please, please just listen to, um, you know, radio, uh, social media, and when we're in a situation like that, we will let you know. Jory, I understand, uh, along with uh, folks like Blue Mountain, other local businesses have jumped on very early on in this to support you guys. You know, John, I have to say, there are, there are businesses in this community that no matter what happens here, they're there for us. And, and one of those businesses is Suretine Construction. Um, I think you know that, you know, we have a tent out in front of the hospital now. It was originally an assessment center. That assessment center now has been set up at the family health team behind us, but we still have that tent set up in front of the hospital to screen emergency patients. The guys from Shirtine Construction were on site when Happenings Party Rentals showed up here to put the tent up um, at a moment's notice. They looked at the tent and they said, you know what, this is isn't good enough. They built rooms inside that tent for us. Wow. You know, and Simcoe Masonry and Building Center stepped up and helped them. They said, you know, I don't know if that tent's going to survive. If the the helicopter lands here, let us, you know, go around and reinforce the Mm. tent. Um, I got to give a big shout out to Ryan Lewis at Lewis Motors. Um, You know, I called Ryan asking if um, they had certain things, um, and he and his family went to their suppliers. They ordered what we needed, and then dropped it off to us. Wow. So, you know, it's, I'm, there are too many companies to name, John, and we want them to know that every single donation is appreciated from companies, from individuals, from, you know, who's ever doing this. But these people were there for us before anybody even realized what was going on. And so we just really, really, really want to thank them. 
From the Collingwood General Marine Hospital Foundation, Jory Pritchard-Kerr, thank you so much for all that you and your team are doing at these difficult times, and thank you for being here on Talk of the Town. Stay well, you guys. Remember isolation, um, you know, staying home, staying away from people, washing your hands. That's how you can help the most.